Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success. Our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is, What the Blank Do I Sell on Amazon? We'll do that in just seven minutes with Neil Twa. Now, since 2012, uh, Neil has been launching, operating, and growing private label businesses on Amazon FBA. He's a co-founder of a software called Six Leaf that's helped sellers launch brands. And since 2016, he's helped thousands of students launch and grow their own private label brands. Many have gone on to create amazing six, seven, even eight-figure brands. Together, they've sold over $100 million in physical products across the Amazon channel in total. Today, he's focused on launching operating and assessing e-commerce brands with a continuing focus on Amazon FBA. Neil, great to have you here, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. So tell us, uh, who's your ideal client? Ideal clients are usually someone who uh, has been searching for a solution to build a e-com business and whatever research led them to believing Amazon may be a good platform for them. Uh, we typically you know, cross paths at that point. Uh, they're typically individuals who do have um, more uh, money than time because they are already successful in other lines of business or things they're doing. And they want to add on physical products uh, and dive into the e-commerce market. And they know that uh, based on their research, Amazon can give them that opportunity. Okay. So uh, if you could define a problem mm-hmm. that they have in common, what would, is that problem? Well, it's the same problem everybody else has, and you touched on it a second ago, and that's, you know, what the blank do I sell? Uh, The concept of Amazon selling is now known. It is uh, no longer kind of that weird thing that, you know, wait, I can actually do that. Most people now understand you can, uh, but they miss the, how do I figure out what product I should actually sell? And how do I make it profitable? And how does Amazon not take all my fees? And how do I actually make this grow as a business model? So question number three is uh, thinking about, uh, feelings and symptoms and emotions and so forth. What sort of stuff is going on uh, in our listeners potentially so that they might re- uh, reach out and talk to you, Neil? Well, over the last year, as you know, there's been a lot of change in business. And e-commerce was one of the most explosive markets during the 2020 timeframe. In fact, in the first three months of that year, there was 10 years of growth uh, in e-com in that first three months. It was unheard of, unprecedented. And as we call it in, in a bell curve format, uh, it was what we would receive as full adoption in the market. And so when now we see the market maturing, people really realizing that uh, retail and offline should have an online presence. Um, in my time, it was if you were a business and you didn't have a website, you weren't a legitimate company. And today, if you're an e-commerce company that does not have an Amazon business, you're not seen as legitimate by customers. And so we see people now realizing that, taking offline, online, or then adapting online uh, greater into marketplaces to reach those customers who are now clearly uh, adopting, using, and making daily deliveries uh, to their for their Amazon. We call it subscribe and spin in my house. <laughs> Boxes show up two to three times a week. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. Then, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, our most common visitor. It is. Of- and, you know, 70% of those boxes are coming, seven out of 10 are coming uh, from people like us. Amazon's third-party platform of FBA means that literally 70% of those businesses are small businesses. Oh, that's fantastic to know. So uh, a lot of our listeners, as you know, Neil, or people that say, ah, I can do this myself. I'll figure it sure. out and do it. So Absolutely. what are the common mistakes people make when they try to do this by themselves? 
Well, what we typically find is they get going in three to four months. They've bought in and married their product. Uh, they didn't realize that they had done it because they came in so, uh, so entrenched in the love lust period of finding the products and getting the idea to market that they didn't actually wake up and realize they didn't want to spend their life with this. Uh, but they're sort of stuck, they're married to it, and they can't, can't get out of it. So they typically launch with products that are not profitable enough to sustain growth, profitability, uh, and of course, what's called cost of goods for that product to be sold. Uh, and they typically underperform uh, with those products and then they get stuck with them. Uh, they typically overinvest those products and they run into most of the, the problems that new business owners face by either being undercapitalized and not having enough experience to understand what they don't know uh, in the marketplace. Uh, or in some cases, I found people are overcapitalized and become too complacent and lazy thinking I just push a button and it works. Uh, it's a mechanical thing. And all I need to do is just upload stuff and, and people will magically find me. Um, and that was the adage of, you know, if you build it, they will come. And that's not exactly how this works. While it is now a seven lane highway on Amazon, uh, it is that reason uh, that it makes it more complicated if you haven't navigated it over the years. And in eight years, we've seen every component of navigation. We ran into every trouble possible you can think of as Amazon. And we've done it on large scales, running seven uh, multi-seven and eight-figure businesses. And when you reach that level, it's very critical to understand how those nuances work. And that only comes through experience. Uh, yeah, so no doubt about it. So there's a lot of things people might do, might do. But what's one single valuable free action uh, that our listeners, Neil, could potentially take right away. Absolutely. Well, uh, the software we have is a free three-day, uh, free seven-day trial now, actually, uh, which gives you a tool called Phoenix. And that gives you the ability to go data mine right from Amazon itself, where you can look at products that are already selling, understand their profitability, and then gain a good traction of what would be a profitable product as I research outdoor gear or lights or whatever it is you're potentially interested in selling. Uh, and it'll give you some insights on how to actually choose a product that is profitable and while understanding the numbers uh, that make that product run. And you can do that for free uh, for seven days and try it out, look for your products, and then start getting your first ideas in mind. So uh, where would they get their hands uh, on that free offer of yours on your website? Absolutely. Yeah, you can just go to sixleaf.com and you can obviously sign up for free. There's a button at the top that says try for free. Uh, grab one of the core plans. Um, there's a whole platform there of tools uh, inside from the research side to the launch side. And I would encourage people to check that out. If you're really serious about building a brand on Amazon, um, that is what those tools were all built to develop. Now, there are other mechanisms, um, wholesale, retail arbitrage, and online arbitrage, which some of you might be familiar with. And that's just buy low, sell high, flip for profit. We're talking about something very different here. We're talking about private label. We're talking about brand building, and we're talking about assets that can be sold for millions of dollars later on uh, when you build them all with the end in mind. And so it's very important to consider the differences in the way we're approaching brand building with business building uh, and not just product flipping for profit and opportunity. Yeah, I love that end in mind little phrase you uh, dropped in there. It's beautiful. So I told, you, I told you I'd ask you seven questions, Neil. There it is. I thought of six, okay. but I didn't give a seven. So what were you waiting for me to ask you? Okay. Oh, so what's that question? And then give us the answer to the one I didn't ask. It's the one I get after people ask what to sell. They ask, you know, why in the world would I sell on Amazon altogether? It's a big company. It's a conglomeration. Why would I want to encourage that? Well, as I mentioned already, 70% of the sellers are small mom and pop businesses, okay, that run they're, they're like us. They run products and brands. It's a whole ecosystem of about two and a half, 2.7 million or so sellers. Um, it's a huge market of opportunity there for others to get involved. 
What usually runs uh, into trouble uh, or how people run into trouble is they tend to undervalue the products and they're not making them profitable enough. Um, and if you understand how to make the system work in your favor and you're playing by their terms of service, it's a wonderful opportunity to incubate products and brands where there's already buyers wanting to buy anything and all things in less than 30 seconds. Uh, and you just need to get in front of them. And it's the main hiccup that most people run into, which is eyeballs on their offer. Amazon has all the eyeballs necessary to make an eight-figure brand. You just need to get the products in front of them the right way at the right time with the right message, and you will make sales. So it's a great place to take that product, incubate it. Once it's successful and the brand is moving, move it into other channels. Take it out to Walmart, eBay. Take it out to the Shopify stores and the websites and other places. Put it in infomercials and move it out to the radio world. At that point, the brand is proven, the products are proven, and you can move that out much, much farther than just Amazon uh, once you've incubated it. So for beginners, it's a great way for them, for someone to actually see their products uh, and be have, a, have an opportunity to purchase them, uh, which many people miss when they first get into selling online. Fantastic. I would not have thought of that question. So thanks for teeing it up and answering it. You're welcome. So appreciate having you, Neil, with us. So for everybody now, in closing, let's focus on the single fact. And Neil pounded this in. Businesses do not become extraordinary in a single instant. They get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of adopting a system of management. And third, leveraging high performance teams as employees and outside consultants and contractors. Thanks very much for listening. Neil, great to have you here with us. Thanks for having me, Bill.